Hey everybody, welcome to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Gimpy, and as always, I'm here with the one, the only, the chipped monk. What's up, bro? Hey, how's it going, man? <laughs> doing all right, energetic, doing right. dude. You're it's, you got to raise it. It's because I got the coffee, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, like I just took my first sip when I sat down. We're out here just so, doing you know, caffeine, man. Just the, <laughs> the legal drug everyone wants you to do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> People look at you sideways if you uh, don't do coffee. They're like, what's going on? You got a... Uh... Is this like for a religious reason? What's up? <laughs> right. Can you, can you imagine if like caffeine wasn't the drug of choice like across the world, right? Because you, you know you got it like naturally from like like coffee beans and stuff, right? What if it was yeah. what if it was just straight pure just grade A cocaine? You know, like I know cocaine was an additive and stuff, but prior. But what if it really took took hold of the market right before caffeine was like uh, cocoa know? leaves? Like we're all yeah. just like doing cocoa leaves because it's yeah, you know. That's yeah, what exactly. a lot of people do in parts of the world where they're just like, oh, this is because this doesn't have like the, it has like the caffeinated effects of the energy or whatever. But uh, right, yeah, yeah, man, like, yeah. Can, I mean, can it, you imagine just? Yeah, I, can. I imagine people It'd would be, be just like everyone would be more fit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it's like I've never met a cokehead who's who's like not fit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they could be super emaciated, sure, but you know, like like it's it's all they're making things them. happen. Everyone will have a business deal for like you. Trying to... like, it's like hey, hey, what's up? What's up? I gotta go run six miles. Like what? <laughs> You know, it's like, yeah, I just gotta do that real quick. Like, From now on, we're right. doing treadmill meetings. Come right. on, guys. Right? right? <laughs> Getting things <It's> done. Oh, just... <laughs> uh, yeah, man. But yeah, dude, this coffee really hit in the spot this morning, man. Well, afternoon as the time of recording, but it was morning a few, few minutes ago. Yeah. It was, I don't know. I had a holiday today, so I have the day off. So I'm just been, yes, sir. Just been relaxing. I don't even know which one this is. So. It's uh, President's Day. Uh, oh. It's President's Day. Yes, I have the Thanks day off. President uh, Biden this time. <laughs> it's for his. It's for his. It's his day. That's <laughs> right, man. Yeah, man. That's, uh, that's, that's what it is. People get upset if you just mention the president nowadays, dude. It's like that's this true. is just true. a fact. We've, been, we've actually been delisted and <laughs> just yeah, we're gone take now it because off. you mentioned it. You said anything people, political. <laughs> people got upset when I had like the uh, I voted sticker. People were like, "What do you? Who would you vote for?" I'm like. uh you know, they and I was like, I'm just happy we live in a free country where we still can vote. Like, and they're right, like, oh. Right. <laughs> like, so then, like, no matter who you're talking to, they assume the opposite of who they voted for, so they got mad. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, if you have like a people want to give you like their opinion about things now, and I'm like, I don't care. Like, uh, like it, it is such. I always go third party for it because yeah. I think everybody agrees that if you really talk to any reasonable adult, we'll all come to the same. Uh, conclusion that you know corporate interests really are pushing uh, the agenda, and people aren't being represented. Like if you just look at like uh, approval ratings, where it's like everybody in the Senate and the Congress they had like a twelve percent approval rating, but a ninety eight percent reelection rating. Right. Uh, so I don't know. It, it, we, we're seeing this more and more, and that's the the major problems with like uh, trademark and copyright laws as well. Uh, it's basically a Mickey Mouse law at this point where they just keep pushing it back further and further. Oh, that is a flip. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like if you just look at like how unreasonable like it's gotten, where it was like uh, the original like patent laws, I think, were like 20 years after the creation. Then they moved yeah, it to three years, then everything. 70 years. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Walt Disney, you know, had Mickey Mouse. So they're like, what about if it was uh, 30 years after the person dies? They're, you got to let the kids make some make some money off that idea. Uh, and they're you know, like, yeah, right. they they literally have. So they use. So you're right. 30 years after the person died. No, then they push to, it to 70 have, now. <laughs> right. But then you hit you. But then with with that, you have to refile. Right. The copyright to claim it. Yeah. So and you have like a three day period and whoever files first gets it. So All Disney, right. like when when it was the thirty years, Disney literally had a team of lawyers sitting outside to literally hand a paper. Like that was their job. They're, ready. They're just literally hand a paper saying, "Hey, we're filing this." <laughs> so now it. that I believe you can do, you can do everything digitally now, right? So Disney's yeah. just they've. So what they've done is they used Mickey on other things too. So um, Steamboat Willie will be public domain um, in a couple of years. Here. In a couple of years, and they can't they can't do anything about it. Like no one's going to push it to like two hundred years after a person died. Like fuck off. Um, but yeah. 
but um, what what Disney has done is they've used Mickey um, in other things that are also copyrighted and saying, you know, it's so it's, it's like infringing plus, on the new ideas. It's like that plus derivative works, and you can you could argue that it's infringing on new ideas. So such as like Fantasia, right? It's yeah. newer than Steamboat Willie. So that which I also think they have like a three D can Mickey Mouse go over cartoon over. Yep. characters. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. got uh, the video game uh, Kingdom Hearts. They got yep. Yep. You know. So they have so much, so much works featuring that under the original copyright that they've argued successfully that um, we've produced these things with this the the copyright still in use, and you know much like Coca Cola or other you know like historic like products that have come about before pre predating copyright, um, well predating current copyright law I should say yeah. um, that have maintained because by all accounts such things such as like Coke, uh, Dr. Pepper, Sprite, all of those should actually be public domain if we went by the original rulings and yeah. it's not because they're st- they argue that there's, it's still in use. So and they even like branch off with like trademarks as well and like you'll, yes. you'll see this with like a lot of like uh, corporate logos as well where everyone's like why did they change up the logo like remember this used to be different it's like yeah, it was uh, for for trademark. I think like Coca Cola. I think also owns the rights to like the Santa color Claus. red. Yeah, <laughs> no, the color red they use like it's in a their specific logo. color red. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and like Santa Claus as well. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't so, know. Like if, even if like you look up like uh, bread for, for like sliced bread, I think there's like something like three thousand patents on the ways to slice bread. Yes. Like it's yes, it's, yes. it's ridiculous, dude. Like. Balloons uh, as well. Inflatable balloons have a bunch of patents and a bunch of claimants to it, just because of of how the idea came about. It's like um, so, and, and and see what's what's interesting is a million ways to inflate a balloon. Trademarking <laughs> and just copyright in general. When it when it like the Thomas Edison days, Nikola Tesla days. If you were an inventor, it was it was it was basically the crypto of its time, right? It was people figured it out as a get rich quick scheme. It's like you you pull something out of your ass, you go register it, someone makes money off it, you sue the shit out of them, and you and you get all the money that someone I else still, worked hard yeah. for. It's it still happens, but it's yeah. less. It's it's you know it's a lot harder now because people are really on top of copyright, but. Uh, there's still yeah, like these weird black box organizations where all they do is like buy up. copyright just random. They, they copyright random shit. They're like, yeah. oh yeah, we made this. And they just have some crude drawings going, yeah, this is what it is. And then when someone comes out with a real product, um, they're like, oh, that's our design. So uh, Scuff, I believe, um, Scuff or PDP, their controllers with the paddles. Um, the paddles they copyrighted actually. So what, uh, like the Microsoft Elite controller, um, any controller with paddles on it, you have to give Scuff royalties for using paddles. The paddles are an amazing pocket. design. Uh, Nintendo actually, their specific D-pad was also patented, and that and that patent dropped off uh, what five years ago, right? So everyone could actually yeah, use Nintendo's D-pad started, design. Like, but you know, everyone the industry's evolved so much where no one's really using it. But um, these these uh, you know like like Chinese knockoff machines or, or whatever, or Korean knockoff machines that are coming out are using, How's this? <laughs> are using Nintendo's D pad now because yeah. the copyright fell off, you know? So that, that, I think that's interesting. Um, you know, I mean, but Konami uh, with the, uh, you know, loading screen mini game, like the loading that, screen, that, that is yeah. still in effect, actually. It's right. <laughs> pretty crazy. So Damn you, Konami. If, you guys, uh, <laughs> if you guys remember Konami's, like you could play like a Galaga in the middle, or was that Namco? I can't remember which one of them, right? So well, yeah, uh, we could play a Galaga when the game was loading. Um, uh, like the Tekken, you could play like grand, like those games too when the game was loading. It was, it was pretty cool. Uh, Midway actually uh, was one that had was one of the first games to have Easter eggs, like in an arcade game, like hidden characters yeah. and stuff. But they didn't patent it because they said we want other people to actually be able to do this because it makes games more interesting. So, <laughs> so I thought yeah, that was interesting. Like big head mode and everything else. With yep, like a yep, big head, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Mortal Kombat. So they they did patent. You know, remember their password system for like yep. NFL Blitz and NBA Jam and shit. They actually yeah. patented that where you have to put a password in for for codes. But I'm also that's like huge in Japan still for their arcades where they have like cards and like well, the card plus the password to lock it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, and like it, it'll track like your win loss and like whatever game you're playing. It's pretty dope uh, with initial D yeah. though. Like I, I, I was never great at initial D because whenever I went, there was always like one machine that worked, and then the other one that was kind of jank. <laughs> so I you played I, the uh, <laughs> initial D machine that was like the physical machine where it, like moves around. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. it's great. It's great. <laughs> Come on, it's the old one at the mall, right? Yeah, yep. 
Yeah, that's the one I played too. But they had that second one where it didn't move, and then they had the one next to it that was like jank, and you couldn't turn left all the way. <laughs> uh, it's fond memories of that. Like initial D was fun, but I never really got into it to where I was like mastering all the drifts and stuff, you know. But but uh, we're we're getting. Let's see. So this episode, man, I just want to get some stuff off my chest. Yeah, you know? what's going on? What's what have you been up to, man? <laughs> so. So um, I, I will talk about Sifu in a second, but I just want to say, what the fuck is wrong with Nintendo, dude? For all of the goodwill they they bring and that they uh, give, on the flip side of it, they are the fucking worst. Um, yeah. You know, there's a story, I don't know if it was rumor or not, but there's a story of Doug Bowser himself, the uh, CEO of Nintendo of America, going to Venezuela and personally handing handing a nine-year-old kid a cease and desist notice. <laughs> and, like, and then like suing a kid for $25. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure those are both rumors, but like it's not out of realm of possibility to be this real. This sounds like a, a Super Nintendo thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, when you hire, when you go from Reggie Philomene's to uh doug bowser when you're like when, when when your company has had a bad guy named bowser for like 30 40 years and in your new ceo's <laughs> name is bowser like that can't be good you know for, for us the consumer <laughs> like like we we as gamers and as the consumer we are mario and luigi fighting against the power now man right. so here's here's what I, here's what pissed me off that well, I read, it's that been I like wanna... a whole shift right They're, they've shifted from games back to business back to uh, business yes yeah um so which so is why i had that crazy nintendo will make a car in the at least announce a car here like uh this year or next year uh and then start building one that's because they just seem like such a heartless business machine now once again yes, yes. so so here's what pissed me off so um as i've stated on the podcast before we've actually had an, edit, an episode dedicated to this uh emulation and video game preservation is really high it's really high on my list of things i want to do like i, I believe games as games are art games are important and games should be preserved for the future to know where where this great entertainment medium came from you know movies have have museums dedicated to great works of of cinema it's a you whole know, film restoration society. You know, audio, you know, they have museums dedicated to great artists, great music. The fucking Smithsonian has, has you know, stuff like people uh, curating things of great American works, you know, of, of media that are important to you know, like the history of our of our nation and and then you know arguably the history of just human civilization, right? Like like the, uh, the Greeks did it, Congress. you know, things like that. Exactly. Exactly. So so I, you know, I think that's a huge thing. And Nintendo, for better or worse, had one of the biggest parts of the success that gaming is now. But they are also um, straight up the worst at preservation because they hold on to all of their fucking properties and copyrights and and things with an iron fist. And anyone Can we also who goes, talk about like how they horribly repackage them as well. Like, oh yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting to it. So, <laughs> right. so right, like. Like the original Mario Brothers is is such a landmark game. Well, I'm sorry, not the original Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, the platformer, because because you know we're not going to talk about the arcade game that was good, but you know it definitely wasn't the banger that you know Super Mario Brothers was. But the most the landmark platformer title that just skyrocketed gaming. That should be preserved in every single museum ever. And there's out, there are video game museums that have a, a, an original NES and the original Mario cartridge going, this is the top-selling game. Well, I think Mario 3 is the top-selling game of all time, right? Or maybe it's the first, it's the bundle package, but Mario is two, at the gen. It's either one yeah. or two. Yeah, it depends yeah. on like how you count and who's counting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just say Mario, Super Mario Brothers is the best-selling game of all time, right? And, and it was that culturally impactful. Like... You can't go anywhere without seeing Mario stuff. And everyone knows who Mario is. You could say the first Iconic. three notes of the theme song from the first level, and everyone knows what the fuck you're talking about. You know, if I go, do do do, and then stop right there, people are like, do like, hold on, man. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. With the DMCA, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're like, you're infringing on our music. <laughs> right, right. Um, um, so Nintendo had such a huge, huge portion of video game history they single-handedly saved the industry after atari fucked everything up 
So to have such a culturally significant part of video game history with the Nintendo, the Super NES, you know, the, the N64, they they advanced in terms of technology, but in terms of like third party support, they faltered, you know, and then Sony they gave rise to Sony. But all of their properties and all their games are such an important part of history. But Nintendo does nothing to to keep this alive. You know, Actively we had to works against fans <laughs> forever had to fight for a new Kid Icarus or a re-release of Kid Icarus and they've never done a, a physical re-release of any of these games. You know, uh before like we'll put them in Smash Bros. Like, see if it's how sounds. long did we have to wait for Metroid 2 Samus Returns to come out and have have either a re-release or something to the to get it off the Game Boy so we could play it easily? Like like they they go over and they just sue the shit out of everyone doing emulation, which you know I I get right. You got to protect yeah. your copyright because you're getting it for free. But here's the thing: Going there's no other way to get this. Well. There's no <laughs> other way to get this, man. You can't. I can't go. Hey, I really want to purchase. Uh, you know, let's say I want to purchase Mario 2 right the original japanese one where can i go to purchase it fucking nowhere you know yeah. <laughs> like, like how about mario all-stars can, can i get that fucking nowhere you know so so there, there's no other way to do it besides emulation and and roms it's also um, like one of those things where it's like it's fallen out of like marketplace so it's like nintendo wouldn't get it any money on it anyway it's such a weird place to be right because they have to protect some of their ip but also they're not actively making money on that ip anyway and yeah. then they always uh go to making like a emulation where they package and sell all this stuff but like they somehow seem to be getting worse at emulating their own hardware shit, as yeah. well yeah, yeah as time goes on whereas like you look at like their nintendo 64 emulator where it has like fog issues and stuff with like uh, the legend of zelda whereas like the gamecube version where they had a uh, zelda you know the master the remaster yeah yeah edition it was like perfect work great and then somehow like you know 10 years later now it's like busted again <laughs> yeah yeah how do you how do you get worse at emulating your own shit it's insane yeah. it's absolutely they insane a, they had a glitch where it was like i think Star Fox, where uh on the nintendo switch where it's like if you try to play Star Fox at 64 on your switch like it will the erase all of your slave right? no, dude, dude, it, even worse it, they had like some glitch in there i'm not sure exactly how we're deleted all of your saves across all of your games on your nintendo <laughs> switch it's just like oh man but yeah, it's it's weird how they actively get worse at emulating their own hardware. But yeah. then they also don't put out like a full library of things where if like they had like the Nintendo Mini, uh, where yep. they're like, here's some of the games, and it's like right. great, but then everybody who's like started going in there is like, you're just using like an open source uh emulator an open on source this. emulator. Yeah. An open source emulator with ROMs that someone else someone else ripped these ROMs is the other thing they yeah. found. And you curate like what was it 50 games right your your that console had 742 games released in the u.s like the console's yeah. old enough where you could just give us all of that <laughs> you know yeah. just, give, just give every rights holder just a piece of the pie at that point the ones that still exist give it a piece of the pie and we would have like this great like preserved like emulation station um it would be which i think is the emulator they use right <laughs> it's like mystical <laughs> or something but so, anyway yeah. uh, um um so but yeah, man, like that, that just pisses me off that we have to fight one of the, that's, that's like, that's like, um, you know, and I'm speaking as someone in the U S right. So, so that's, that's like us fighting George Washington, you know what I mean? Like the founding father, you know, we're going to fucking fist fight him in the streets just to have, just for stuff. But that, that's, that's what it's like fighting Nintendo, man. It's like, Hey, you guys made all these great things that are part of my childhood. I just want to play them again. Fuck you. <laughs> That'll be $60. And this shit's going to be emulated terribly. Like, I bought the Super Mario All-Star, 3D All-Stars collection, right? I was like, oh, hell yeah, you know, Mario 64, Mario Galaxy, Mario Sunshine. Um, they, they didn't let you uh, uh, alter your, or change your controls. Uh, the resolu They didn't upscale the resolution or anything. Uh, they, I think they did with, yeah, they did with Mario 64. But, you know, it was just still, like, there's very little work done. And it was just, like, they packaged a bunch of emulated games in and said, here you go. Um just lazy man like yes it was released for a budget price but still you know like just lazy and they've had more modern super mario 64 releases than the 3d all-stars collection which is insane and it's, so. it's weird too because it's all first party as well where it's like yeah. you want to put like the polish and shine on your own like properties like it doesn't make sense to be like yeah we'll just throw out this like busted version of our game like it's like but why though and they're like yeah to appease the few because people will buy it and i think it's the other problem is like they know like 
uh, a certain amount of fans will buy it because they want to share this experience with like the new generation of yeah, gamers yeah, growing my, up. My daughter loves those games. That's yeah. why I bought it. Yep. And then it's also like it's so small where it's like it's noticeable, but like who who can you even complain to aside from like you know into the abyss of the internet where it's yeah. like uh so they know they got you man what are you gonna do go open up a tech support ticket to like nintendo be like hey man fix your game <laughs> send it to the void or they yeah. send all of their tech support stuff yeah they're like thanks man that's true uh, man that's true but that's that, that i just wanted to get that off my chest man nintendo's really grinding my gears you know like that's <sighs> preservation is is something that that should be taken seriously i actually like there's the video game historical foundation that um is trying to do a lot of things um there's a couple of things where where movies themselves will have like a master copy that gets that's held under lock and key to just for preservation purposes and yeah. i think that games should too like we have too many games that people are losing code for like uh i forget there's an arcade game where like, uh, my, one my guy biggest... just had a working copy in his garage <laughs> <laughs> that was that's the what brought the game back yeah my I just saw a guy, a YouTuber who did that for like a Nintendo DS game of McDonald's. Like they made yeah. it out like a McDonald's like training game. That was like yep. a little, like it was fun, but it only came out in Japan. Uh, mm -hmm. So you had to like find like a working copy. And then like, that was like password protected. So you had to find somebody else. To, like get the, he has like a whole little YouTube journey about uh, getting this damn Nintendo uh, DS McDonald's training game and like unlocking and then uploading the ROM for everybody else to use. Yeah, man. Uh, but I, it took like years. Yeah, I think I think the the thing for me is, man, uh, it's not even the fact that the older I get, the more I care about this. I think growing like growing up and being in gaming, because you know how old we are, we grew up with video games. You know, like if game gaming has been growing with us. You know, we've yeah. seen all the highs. You're like and lows. a perception, like public perception, perception of, of yes, yes, of before, gamers and games as yeah. well. Like yeah, before you were like the the perception was you were like a closet nerd who you're a loser. Dude. You're not doing and, yeah, right. You're not you're not out doing sports. You know, like yeah. that shit. Like <laughs> right, like calm down, calm down, dad. You know what I mean? Just. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know the perception has changed but uh you know Degenerates. like, Bunch like of i think that and, and you know like celebrities are open about it henry cavill famously goes i love video games i love dnd you know he right. loves like like what's traditionally nerd culture but he ha actually has done a lot to normalize it within hollywood because hollywood goes oh yeah you're a fucking nerd huh and then henry cavill's like no and then he's like explaining <laughs> to people how he fucking loves warhammer <laughs> he's like yeah. and he goes he's 40k and they're like oh yeah that's why he's, he's like and he corrects me goes no 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 i play 40k it's a different it's thing you know? different so, game, yeah. <laughs> so i was like okay that's fucking dude knows what he's talking about it's fucking dope but you know, with, with industry perception changing, things like that, um, I think that, you know, movies got it, music got it. We could, we can do a lot to, you know, keep the history of it. Because yeah, even like when new genres like come up in like those things where like the old vanguards like, oh, this is, this is degenerate. See, the, the kids, the youths, they don't know what they're doing. And then they're like, calm down, grandpa. Yeah, it's called yeah. dancing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. They, they, I mean, they, the, rock and roll was trying tried to get banned you know like who yeah. the powers that be at the time literally goes they, they like footloosed it dude you know they're all like <laughs> no rock and roll like you can't ban a genre of music you can't ban you can't a genre of video games roll. you can't stop history and you, <laughs> and nintendo needs to loosen the grip maybe have like a policy going hey this will be preserved for for future you know somehow to do this like other companies aren't as like like fucking you know gripping the balls of of their own I shit think to do this so, i don't know man it's so this it's, is my my uh conspiracy belief here with uh nintendo is because they brought in like these business people i think the old guard is covertly doing this because like we saw a huge rom dump of a lot of classic n64 games like full source code like yes. hit the web we yes. saw like a lot of like uh so i think like a lot of people who came up like in the 90s who uh internally worked at nintendo yeah. like saw the powers that be and they're like oh i don't like the way this is going i need to get this out of here like this like do they have the same mentality as us it's like they have so much like uh even like emotion and memories like working on these games for like you know 30 because like when you get into like nintendo you're there like, yeah, the entire time yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's a life like, company so, for sure so you you get in there at 20 and now you're like you know 50 years old yep. and like people you see people in there like actively working to like destroy like uh your legacy yeah. of like what exactly. you and your friends did uh you're like 
I need to get this out of here. Like it's like uh, the scene in Trauma. He's like breaking into like still the source code. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you dude. know, it's like uh, this. They're they're like you know taking out like uh, SD ROM dumps of like uh, of their games and like they're putting them on the web. So yes, sir. Uh, th- th- I think that was like a, the first wake up call for a lot of us. Is like just seeing like a lot of stuff just out of nowhere hit the web and they're like, what happened? Was Nintendo hacked? Like what's going on? And I was like, I think this is just the change of guards. Like I think uh, the old guard is like. Uh, we got to get this stuff out of here before like it's either deleted or like kept under lock and key yeah, or w- whatever else like the so yeah so if you're working at one of these major companies like a uh, subterfuge is always an option like you know if it came out like 30 40 years ago and like you happen to have worked on that and have access yeah. to it like yeah. uh I, I think like you, you there's ways to put it out on the on the web and most of us don't ask a lot of questions when when things show up on like the, yeah yeah, well, Kidding palace. Even, <laughs> even like shitty like preservation practices have are just super prevalent. Uh, the Ninja Gaiden Master Collection that came out, uh, it, there, it was based off of the the uh, Sigma versions of Ninja Gaiden one and two, and that's because they straight up lost the source code for fucking the original Ninja Gaiden and Ninja Gaiden <laughs> Black. How how in this day and age are you losing source code? But they're like, I was on a computer and we fucking deleted it. Like fuck you, dude! Like, hey man, they deleted you know, the original data for the uh, moon landing on the moon. Oh yeah, I know, I know. It's, it's, it's insane, dude. And, and maybe, maybe I'm I, I'm I'm too emotional about it. Maybe I'm too like like emotionally invested in it. But I think I don't know, man. It just saddens me. Like one of my favorite stories of preservation um, is due to Pixar. The original Toy Story was deleted off of Pixar's master servers, and uh, someone who was on maternity leave actually brought a copy home to work on it while she was on maternity leave and they literally fucking like had a crack team of people like go go get the hard drive like cart it back under like just lock and key and the end um no, no no it was like the whole computer and they had to have a battery backup just to do it because if they she would have powered it off she would have lost everything so i was like i'm still working on those files right now they're like what hold on don't shut off your computer <laughs> yeah dude yeah yeah it's, it's, uh, the original toy story was toy story 2 is one of them but uh it's an insane story where i was just like yes yes like like a Toy Story, like I think one, two, and three are literally in the National Library of Congress now. There's <laughs> a trilogy going, you know. And like, can you imagine if we would have not had Toy Story, like one or two, like in terms of of children's movies and animated features? Like they were really such just such groundbreaking change, movies. Change the zeitgeist too about like what was possible like in 3D space because like up until yeah. that point, like if you look at like cutscenes that were yeah. coming out for video games, we we're like, this is like a movie now, dude. Like this yeah. is a full movie, and it looks better than any cutscene yeah. out yeah. there. So a lot of game stories now are better than movie stories that are coming out, man. And, and part of it is because you, you are you are doing these actions that are creating this. You're in the event, you know. You're yeah. in the movie. So we talked I, about this uh, last podcast where it's like video game difficulty, where it's like that's just like another brush to you know move the plot forward, and like you yes. can do that with like story. You can do that with like just interactivity with like the subject matter as well. And it's like, it's its own unique medium where like, it, there's nothing else like that out yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, and, and it definitely deserves like, uh, you know, somebody, and, it, and it's not going to be these companies. Like we, we see that now, like, and, uh, I don't know if like some government out there is going to have to like step up and be like, Hey, we're going to allow preservation of these things on like servers that we control or something. And it doesn't have to be, you know, like the U.S. It could be Japan. It could be like Australia. Uh, it could be like, you know, somebody, some government body out there. <laughs> I would give it. I, I would not give it to the Tongan EU because they Islands. always have like these. Like historically, they've had these horrible like censorship Costa rules. Costa Rica is going right, to step right, up. Right, right, there we go. There we go. <laughs> and they're like, but, "What are you going to do? We're a whole island nation, dude. Yeah, right. Fuck can't off. stop us." <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, and, I just. And, I, and then just, once a year, all the gamers from around the world will have to go there to play Tekken. Because <laughs> it'll be banned everywhere else. <laughs> yeah, man, I just wanted to uh, just mention that. Just because I, I was reading that shit over, over the weekend, and I was just like, what the fuck is Nintendo doing, man? I don't know, man. You got anything? anything? Because we're, we're free talking here, everybody. We're, we're, just we're just getting stuff it. off our chest. We're just chilling, and, we're, and you guys are along for the ride, and I hope you're enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What's going on with you, Chip? It's, it's a problems above both of our pay grades man uh so you're still looking forward to getting your uh steam deck is that yeah man yeah so i know you pre-ordered it and then uh, got pushed back there i think it was yeah. supposed to be out in, like december or something yeah the steam deck it's i 
I truly I know my believe... brother also also yeah. ordered it, and he was like pretty excited about. It. He's like, "I'm getting this Steam Deck." And I was just like, yeah. uh. <laughs> "Dude, I I honestly feel that um, we are sitting on the precipice of the advancement of of uh, PC gaming with the Steam Deck." Um, I believe that it, it's going to be huge and, and mark a point in history where paradigm where P- shift PC gaming has is, str- is purely mainstream now. Like yes, like hyper hardcore adoptists like me will get it first, but people will see us doing it. People will see us playing games that are predominantly PC only in our hands. You yeah, know, they're like, "What game is that?" Play it with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's incredible. It's also advancing Linux gaming as well. Um, yeah. Now that to be Steam Steam Deck certified, you have to have your anti cheat stuff uh, working. And Big. and Valve uh, worked with Easy Anti Cheat and another uh, cheating software company that uh, that does things to have compatibility layers. So yeah, and I know they've that, had like issues with that with like a lot of indie game dev, uh, where yes. like they're not necessarily putting that like really on front street for like their netcode yes. so it's like if you accidentally use like an old layer of like their netcode it's like oh yeah it's, it's a huge vulnerability work. yeah <laughs> but, yeah so and and they provided two versions um, of the anti-cheat like compatibility layer um there's yeah. some work for developers to do for sure but i think just the expanding market and the steam deck you know it's sold out so you'd be an idiot not to at least try to you know get compatibility for your game so i i i really think that uh you know this is this is a moment man this is gonna be a moment in history where we will we will look back and go when we're in the future and we all have like handheld like pc gaming and it's normal and we'll go or do you remember when you know would you put a, a contact lens in your eyeball <laughs> that like gave you like a screen like a, a video game screen that gave you like a. Well, they I already know. play VR, dude. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like right into your eyeball. Would you put like a? Yeah, a, a VR lens. like a yeah. seven. Like we'll say like seven twenty p. Well, that's way too low of a resolution. But yeah, uh, but you yeah, know, it, it sees your eyeball though. If you could give me the resolution of my field of and my my natural field of vision, and you could display something on that, I hundred percent would. It's 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 like looking through a pair of binoculars though. <laughs> The experience might not be great, so probably not. But uh, I think you try I think it out. You know, yeah, try it out. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if I trust jamming some electronics in my eye yet. Let me ask you a question, though. All right. You use a cell phone, right? Yeah, barely. Yeah. Do you use Bluetooth? Yeah. Yeah, man. Like you're. you're I got you a Bluetooth, Bluetooth speaker headset, in, in the shower. In you got a Bluetooth <laughs> speaker. Yeah, man. There's uh, technology. Technology advances. Um, technology will make it easier for I'm us. Living on a tightrope, bro. Like that speaker could tip over and end me in. any moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm worried yeah, about man. jamming I, things I, in my eye while I'm listening I, to jams in the shower. Right, right. I think we'll be good, though. I think, I think that uh, you know we're we're gonna be living the cyberpunk life, you know, and I think it'll be okay. Yeah. All right. right. As long as Facebook is not at the forefront of it, because they're going to steal all their information immediately. I mean, you know, that's what they already do. I mean, so does every major corporation at this point. Like, uh, if if you're not paying for it, uh, you are the product. (laughs) What's the craziest thing is, you know, the eye tracking within the Quest. Like, the Quest 3 will probably have eye tracking. So They They do mouse tracking, bro. You go to websites, they're tracking your mouse, where your mouse is looking. Right. But, like, doing what where your eyes are looking for, like, uh, targeted advertisements and stuff, that's going to be huge. So They already do that with, like, major installations at, like, stores and stuff. So if you're at a store and you see, like, signage where it's, like, a rotating ad, uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of those will have, like, a little sensor on the bottom, and that's tracking eyeballs to see, like, what ads are getting eyes. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) So they're they're already doing it, like, in in the real world. Big brother. Uh, I mean, it's just... And I'm not even necessarily against. I think like the dystopian view is always like things are going to be awful. But I would say like in most dystopian movies, always the protagonist is the only one with the problem with everything. Everybody else is <laughs> yeah. really happy. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like just a drone taking whatever like a uh, neurotonic that makes them feel like uh, amazing. <laughs> uh, and then they're like, yeah, you know, I, I march here. I listen to like the wall of hate for an hour and then I uh, go about my day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, uh, yeah. Live, live my best life after that. And they're like, but you can't read old books. And they're like, yeah, but whatever, you know, I feel good about things. <laughs> 
you know, and then the protagonist is like, this is an injustice. And then they like destroy society and everybody's on the street, like dying and like getting burned. And they're like, yeah. finally, we've, we brought back <laughs> like equilibrium peace. where they, yeah. uh, where they banned all art, all forms of art. And, yeah. uh, Christian Bale found, found some art. The gun kata, like, dude. Yeah, man. That's, that's, that's our future, man. You better start training. <laughs> Training the nunchaku and gunkata. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, dude, I, I think the Steam Deck will be will be huge. Um it will lead to our dystopian future. <laughs> it's it's part of it. If you can use VR from a handheld, um, like PC VR from a handheld, that'd be absolutely huge and and completely insane. Um yeah. I think that'd be super cool. Like, yes, we have the quest as well, but to have the clarity and resolution of like the Valve Index or whatever off of your, you know, the handheld device, I think that'd be fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. It would be it would be interesting to see. I know like they have like some uh ports on there as well. So maybe there'll be some way to get some some USBs or some HDMIs in or out yeah. of that. Yeah, uh, for to, sure to some sort of maybe lesser headset or something else like a projector right uh, anything man like you just ma- imagine a world with a mini projector on your handheld console <laughs> uh, yeah and, or like you know some some bluetooth thing that goes into your eyeball yeah i just can't get over it. like it seems close that's why i'm worried about it it seems like we're like uh, Within the next seven, eight years, we're I mean, gonna have some are, sort of. We've uh, already had smart glasses and stuff too, man. Like it's it's already happened. It never Come on it never takes off, man. Is is it just like mass adoption problem, or is it just the uh, cost? It's cost. It's cost. It's and, hardware. And, is a- and there's no, like you you have to sell people on it. Like, what can it do that will improve my life? You know. Yeah nothing really like if i can How watch you, like netflix through it while still looking at you you know <laughs> like, that, do you use like a cool. like a smart watch at all no I, wear, I rarely wear a watch i have one one watch that i own that i, I wear just, every now and then i, but... I got the same problem with like the the smart watches like the with the fitness and everything else where it's like yeah it'll help you it'll track your heartbeat blah 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 i'm like so does your phone it, yeah i'm like i can just use my phone for all that like yeah. if it, it, it just doesn't they'd be like you can have a conversation uh, and I'm like, I can have a webcam. I have like a camera on the front of my phone. Like it, it doesn't, this doesn't seem as fun as like this. <laughs> like, yeah. Although it I, is cool being James Bond, you know, yeah, Dick you're, Tracy, if you're even yeah. older, if you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, true, 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 true. I don't know, man. I, I, I think the technology is there for the people who want it, but yeah. I, you know, and I'd, I'd like to think I'm pretty progressive with my technology adoption and stuff, but I'm I'm not. I'm I'm kind of an old man at that. I'm like, ah, this works good enough, you know. It took me a while to get a smartphone for the first thing, you know. So. I was still using a flip phone up until like a couple of years ago. Really, that's insane. Yeah, yeah no, I I, I got <laughs> the smartphone industry there, but for a while I was like, this is all dumb, you know. It's like I, I have yeah. an MP3 player. Why do I need a phone to do it too? Then I realized, oh, it's way more convenient. <laughs> you know? yeah, for me, I was idiot. just like. Uh, <laughs> I always felt like the smartphone was like a way inferior computer. So I was like, why would I want to use an inferior computer that's going to distract me from life? So I'd rather just have a flip phone that gives me the functions of a phone. Yeah. uh, And then use a way more advanced version of that interface. Like when I get home or at work, like if I want to talk to you, like I got discord, I got like, you know, a million different apps on my PC where I can talk to people and send them, text messages with a keyboard where that's way more efficient than like being like this on a, <laughs> using my you'd thumbs th- to type. You'd think, but then people who have grown up with the touch screens and stuff, they're, they're ridiculous at it, man. Yeah, it's like, like us on the keyboard, you know, like knowing how, how autofill works and then just knowing where you don't like, I, like, I don't have to look at my, you know, cell phone screen to know where the letters are when I text, you know, I'm like, yeah. and the people who've grown up with this and that's all they know, like they're way, probably way better than I am at it, you know? So I think yeah. we're discounting like, like ease of use because, you know, if you look at, do you remember like, like back in the day having your parent try out a video game? Like, like one of the things is, is for our generation is probably like your parent trying Mario and playing with you, right? Try this out. And they, and they wouldn't hold B to run and you'd, be, and the you'd most lose your It's the most infuriating thing yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, 
it's exactly the same thing, man. Like, like I'm sure kids are on their phones and they're like, what are you doing? We're not using autofill. What are you retard? You know? And it's like, whoa, <laughs> kid, don't be the pause there. Don't, don't, uh, <laughs> don't take my, my social, uh, <laughs> my, my social, uh, big there and just put it through the ringer. But I don't know, man, I think we're, I think we're at a point where technology's advancement um, is inevitable and you just find something to latch onto, man, and go Are with we it. coming to the, the video game singularity where everything's going to be like, just streamed or on one device? Because no. I think with the PCs getting now like a basically with the Steam Deck uh, where you have access to like your entire library. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we talked about this, I think, before the podcast where like uh, they are starting to like go back and ban uh, talk about dystopia where like they're like oh this yeah. game is too hardcore so we're cutting out the dlc or like uh it's possibly pornographic with some of these dating uh games that are on there so we're, we're yes. destroying like some art uh from our library and you can't access it you can't download it uh even if you bought it and own it uh yeah so so what ship, is a, <laughs> what ship is alluding to is those of you who have purchased Did you freeze up they heard us dude no 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 no, no. i'm here i'm here you froze it on my screen <laughs> you can still hear me though right because i'm moving on mine i'm recording so i think we're good um yeah so so agony was Can't pay. i'm gonna try and reconnect all right i got one one yeah so well <laughs> my modem went out there for a second uh had the fans died difficulties <laughs> technical difficulties uh yeah, we're talking about like how you really don't own anything right now, like especially with like Steam and like these other major corporations where there's not a clear ownership line. So you can have video games just be deleted or removed from your library uh, and you have no real say in it. And it's a, whatever uh, whims that the, you know, uh, corporation feels uh, yeah. that they're, they're about protecting like their bottom line as well. So. Uh, like a PT on the PlayStation Store, um, you know, the Silent Hills demo that just was removed because they weren't doing the game, but the demo was amazing. Like, yeah. that's gone. And thankfully, people saved it on their hard drives. We have a remake of it on you know, online as well. So we have, there's ways to play it now. Um, but yeah, Agony got uh, the unrated version got delisted from Steam and removed from people's libraries and with no explanation as to why. Um, some yeah. think that it was because Valve is retooling how uh, their their like unrated portion is curated, um, and Agony wasn't meeting those requirements. Um, who knows? Who knows? But and it could have even uh, been the developer as well, right? But, like True. without transparency, like the developer could have pulled them and like this is a way to get more PR for my game. I'm just going to pull True. it and be like, they don't want you to see this. It's so hot, so heavy. Uh, come <laughs> get, get get on my Patreon. You got to support me from the. I, you don't. You never know. It could be a marketing situation as well. True. But the the reality is like these uh, like Steam, Nintendo. Uh, you know, every major gaming coming and just pull stuff. Uh, and they don't have to give you a rhyme or reason, uh, even with like your music library. There's, there's no yeah. real like you don't. You're basically just renting a digital locker, and like, yep, ownership is very murky at best. Like I, that, I think we're gonna see like a lot of weird digital rights come in to like legal battles here in the future, especially with like uh, people passing on and stuff. It's like maybe I want to give like my uh, you know digital library of games to somebody else. And I'm like, nah, bro, <laughs> you, you, you take yeah. that with you to the grave. So, so one thing, um, that's, that's why I prefer to buy my games on physical media. Um, Cause you, you know, outside of me losing the physical media, I'm, I, you know, I'll always have it. Um, it's, it's tough. Cause with PC, PC gaming, the, they don't release anything physically anymore. And if they do, it's very limited. Um, or if it's or it's a special event, you know everything's only available on online marketplaces. Um, people are pushing for consoles to do that. The thing You're is, like Yu-Gi-Oh over there, bro. What An Egyptian mean? pharaoh, dude. You got like all these games that you're going to be buried with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're king of duelists, bro. You're like yeah, yeah buried me with all these games. Right, right. But uh, you know that's. But the thing is. Uh, you know, PC gaming was never really a big part of stores, electronic sections. Console gaming is huge. It yeah. single-handedly drives a lot of the electronic sections of stores, of big box stores like department stores, Target, Walmart. Um, you know, games do huge business there. And 
that is one of the fights that people are dealing with. It's like, yes, there's a digital marketplace for it, but uh, st- you know, big box stores will have these same games, and that's and that's part of the reason why we don't see the same sale on digital versus physical media because physical media that gets you out, out of your car out of your seats you know into the store to buy not only that game but you're also probably going to buy like snacks or something you know raise yeah. profits there so there's an uphill battle and i think it also it's weird as well for end users as well like if you break the uh the terms of service like the tos yes uh like in one game like you could get banned on that entire device right so like if you're like on microsoft and like you do some cheating in your uh whatever game like you might be an aim hacker and your cods also you lose complete uh access to all of your game library that you own (laughs) like yeah uh, but you're like i only broke the rules on one game and it's like not even you know what was that was that a microsoft product was it that uh, where if you cheated you just lost your whole thing can't remember (laughs) that's yeah it's it's just it's it's across everything though, right? Like so if you got cheating on Steam, you're gonna lose your whole Steam library. Potentially, you, you just have like the VAC bands, right? Yeah. Like, so it's like any game yeah. that uses online. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like every uh, place has different rules as well, and like how they handle different things for people breaking the the terms of service. So yeah. it's weird. It's a, the walled garden experience, but it's uh, weird. yeah, I, I do think digital needs to have some sort of like there's some issues with, di- with purchasing things digitally, right? What if the game sucks ass? You know, like refund policy used to be terrible. It's better now, but I still think certain games, like the like, oh yeah, you can play for less than two hours, or you know, like or two weeks, whichever you know it hits, you can still refund it. I don't think two hours is enough to decide if you like a game or not. You know, but then how then much again, of a game do you get to play before you're like, yeah, it's, like let's say you beat the game and you're like, this game kind of sucked. I don't, I did not have enjoyment uh, from this yeah, game. Yeah, I know that's that's the only thing. So I think like, like, like do you uh, deserve to have your buddy back uh, if you hated yeah, the game? Yeah, I think that developers like a, a way around it would be for the developers to one release demos again. You know, demos were a great meter of if you're going to buy the game or not, right? Yeah. Um, we don't have, like, demos are gone for the most part. Uh, the other thing, uh, maybe, you know, programming something like a stopgap in there going, hey, if you get past this point of the game, you'll not be able to refund it. And it's like a little blurb. Going are you, up. It's like, are you sure you want to proceed? You've, yes. Yes. You've something used like up the, the free sauce. Do you want to pay yeah. money? Because certain short games that you can beat with, like, an, in an hour or something, people have just gamed the system and they're just refunding it after they beat it, which is shitty as hell. So I think yeah. having some sort of protection like that would be interesting. Um, but yeah, the, like the, that's that's the digital rights thing because you can't really return games to stores. You know, it's like you opened it. Yeah, I'm not taking that back. Yeah, like, no matter who you are, you know, GameStop. It, it seems like I bought this game for sixty dollars. Here's here's three bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, so one of the things that have come out of like uh, Cyberpunk is all the lawsuits with retailers and game stores where they're like, hey man. You have to take back uh, games now in some places. Yeah. Like, so it's, I don't. It, it needed legal action and like lawmakers to make a move to like start uh, getting consumer rights back to us. Like, it's uh, it's an uphill battle. Like, it's all this stuff so new that uh, yeah, the the rules aren't in place, and there's definitely a lot of uh, abuses from the systems. I'd say by like in a fair metric, they're they're more on the side of good than evil most yeah. of the time like these companies but uh <laughs> <laughs> but i would also say like there's a lot of automation as well because like it's an impossible task to scale up so like you just see people who are like hey i lost everything and there's no way to appeal this through the system uh like they're just hitting like that first layer of bots where they're just like yeah uh this account's been banned you can't do anything about it. it's like i didn't do anything though and they're like yeah, it doesn't matter you're bad yeah well it's hard to justify like consumer roles for cheaters right it's like you guys are jackasses anyway i don't know man it's a, it's a slippery slope and it's not for me to figure out <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, much so like the lawmakers and everything else it's right. like it, it was this is just uh yeah. us noticing the problems of like yeah yeah so we're, we're near the end here uh, do you have any final thoughts on any of the topics we discussed today the uh preservation um issue the uh, uh steam deck or what we just spoke about um, the rights issues and digital. Uh, I mean, it's it's weird. I don't know. I'm not 
I'm not going to be a person who's like, you got to go out there and do something. Uh, you got to like, you know, rock the vote. <laughs> the main <laughs> like, thing is just be aware, right? Yeah, I would, I would try and be have more uh, awareness of things that are going on, especially with things with copyright, trademark, uh, things with the end user agreements, like uh, how a lot of these major companies are stealing a lot of our information. There's nothing we could really do about it. Uh, but like you can choose to opt out of like those services as well. Like if there's a bad player in the market, like uh, that's why I don't actively use, you know, the Facebook, <laughs> even yeah. though I'm going to, I'm going to end up caving here because I want to use the Oculus. So I'm going to make like a, an account for it. Uh, but they've, even that uh, they've softened that the yeah. um, EU said, you can't do this. You, you know, so, <laughs> so, so again, lawmakers have to like step a, in. Yeah. 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 Uh, any, any thoughts for you, man? And I think we covered pretty much everything. Um, you know, one of the things of your like of your uh, harbinger of dooming for for technology that goes on the person or in the eye. You know, I, <laughs> uh, once you start doing like body bodily stuff, like you know, entities have to get in and anywhere. There's there's currently studies going on on VRs for anything like, that know, goes in the, an orifice. You have the weighted headset, you know, so it's like puts pressure on like your neck and your spinal column and stuff like that. That's not yeah. you know apparent so people have said it's like this it's almost the same as like a welder's mask of wearing a headset so so there, there might be some new design things to help support your head or new balancing acts for the weight that you're adding so it's so a I whole think that, medieval suit of armor you have yeah, to put on. So, so i think that's that's something that's kind of kind of interesting the real world crossing with gaming I think is something to look look to in the future. Um, as far as like the Nintendo thing, I just want video game preservation to be to be the norm. I, I don't want people yeah. to have to go out and search for for the game they loved as a kid that they you know can't find the anymore, high seas. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, or the or waving the flag in the high seas for sure, for sure. Um, let's see the Steam Deck. I'm excited for once I once I have the new one in my hands and I play it for a while. Um, I'll definitely let everyone on the pod know how I like it or what I don't like about it. I'll be super honest. Um, it won't be you know it'll just be like a hey I have this. I, we don't do reviews. Let's be honest. So yeah, you know we, we, we give just like how yeah we felt or what our experiences yeah. were. You know yeah. yeah. And uh, I thought I about say, doing oh shit, chip's gone. There are reviews at one point. And I think my internet died again. Yeah, you're frozen. That's all right. That's all right. I'll finish it up. I'll finish it up if you can hear me, Chip. My my net died. No, your your videos died, but your audio's still there. Just keep talking, man. You're back. You're back. He's gone. I don't think he can hear me. All right. On that note, guys, um, we're just gonna. <laughs> we're just gonna have Chip be there, confused. Um, so. I did mention that I would uh, I would talk about Sifu again. Um, I beat it, got the true ending as well. Fantastic game. Uh, I think that that difficult games have a place, and I'm excited for the next thing that Slow Clap does. So for Chipped Monk, I'm Mr. Gimpy. Chip's internet died, and it's in a weird thing where it's half on. He can't hear me, so we'll leave it at that. Uh, for for Chip Monk, I'm Mr. Gimpy. This has been the Combo Wombo Podcast, the most <laughs> uh, the most technical difficulty podcast we've ever had. But uh, that's the internet for you. Take care, everybody. We're out of here. <laughs>